Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. Hour number two, headliner questions, Seminole Headlines. Good to be with you at 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV. This hour brought to you by our friends at Birch Orthodontics. Dr. Birch, best in the business, her staff Outstanding work, and uh, obviously we highly recommend here on some of the headlines that uh, if orthodontic work needs to be done in your household for you, your children, whomever, you go see Dr. Birch. And um, yeah, I just, just had a payment process today to Dr. Birch, guys. Oh, congrats, That just man. warms your heart. You see that payment go through? So, yeah, there That's you. how good Dr. Birch <laughs> is. You feel good sending the money over. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. our promise to you. Every time that... Direct deposit it just comes goes out of right, your bank. There it is. Goes over to Dr. Birch's You're office. Like, oh, that's all right. That's it's good because right. I yeah. like Dr. Birch so much in their office. And yeah. uh, you guys should take advantage of them as well. They, we've been using their services. I mean, man, I can't oh, remember yeah, the first long time now. I mean, it's probably been, I can't remember my well, oldest. You go back Molly, furthest, yeah. Molly was the first, and she was probably 13 or 14. So, 10 years. In fact, I was years. just looking at a picture uh, on Facebook, one of the memories that showed up, and she had the big braces. And I was thinking, oh, poor Molly with the braces at that period of time. But smile looks great now, and uh, you can have the same thing for your kids or your family. Birchworthox.com is the website, and uh, it's the best in the business. We wouldn't just tell you that. We believe it. We've used them. Mitchell writes, can I spit on the ACC grave when the conference goes under? That was his first response to you eliciting questions. That was Corey's column, I think. From the other day, yeah, spitting on the grave of the. Well, ACC. no, I didn't. I didn't say that. I mean, made fun of. I made fun no, of. No, you the were ACC pretty and, much, in yeah. essence, the yeah. spirit of that call. It was very much was just. I don't think I was spitting. I was doing something else to it. Peeing on the face yeah. of the ACC. <laughs> I am not even peeing. Oh wow, defecating. <laughs> Chris writes. All right, guys, taking my family to New York City on Thursday. Any suggestions on what to do besides the obvious touristy stuff? Well, here, here's the problem, Chris. You're going with your family. If you're going with your family, you got to do all the touristy stuff. But if you're going, like, just as a dude to go hang out and be with other friends, it's a very different New York City trip. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you it still is. want to it see some is. stuff, though, right? Oh, well, wait, go... he's going to do the things, you know. I mean, you're going to do the touristy things. I don't even know. Like, go get, go eat well? Like, what up? Rockefeller Center, Definitely I go eat well. There's a yeah. lot of really good restaurants in New York City. Unreal. Which... Enjoy that heat. There's no heat quite like the summer a summer in New York City. Chicago is great. Like it was 82 so degrees. We, when when the we were smells kids, of New York City yeah. in the summer. When we were kids, we used to go up to every summer because my family lived in the Bronx. So yeah. we would go up every summer. My dad and I, my sister, and my brother, we would go up to New York, and it's always that haze in the mm. summer because yeah. it's just you can't see the sky and it's kind of stifling. 
So I kind of thought that's what New York is like always. I don't think I, I think oh, the first no, time no. I went to New York, not in the summer, might have been Jameis's Heisman. I don't that was know a whole different I, experience. Yeah, that was a whole it, different New York. But it was uh, it was pretty at least. You could see the sky. It oh, wasn't that yeah. haze that covered all the, the whole city. Um, here's the thing though about being a tourist. Because w- go we to were, Coney Island, right? That's something to do. Get a hot dog, maybe. When we were, mm. I, I'm just all for the tourist stuff. Like, and when we were, like last the other day, we were on vacation. You, you in Charleston, South Carolina? Charleston, South Carolina. Carolina. Great met, city, by the way. Great city. Yeah. And I was in a restaurant. It's tough. It's tough, though. It's tough to reckon the history. But uh, oh yeah, but, but it's a great, it, city. It I mean, a great yeah, city. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta and, do both. Yeah. But uh, when I was, we we picked a restaurant that was like it's a place. It's a place has been open for eight since 1890. Mm-hmm. It's a touristy kind of place. It's a good restaurant. And like all the locals immediately on Twitter were like, "Oh no, that's the worst place. You got to go here and here." It's like I get it, but I am a tourist. Yeah, like I'm going to knock this out so that the next time I go, I don't have to do any of this. I can do all the things that are the. That's the, why the, when you go to New Orleans, everyone watching this, you're going to go to New Orleans. If you haven't been there before, sure, go get your beignet from whatever that place is, Cafe Du Monde. Yeah. yeah, but once you've done that once, just go get a beignet from anywhere. They're all yeah. good. You don't have to stand in a line for an hour and a half. <laughs> do it once to say you did it. But that's the thing. Like, I remember one time we went to New Orleans with friends, and it was like the second time I had been there in college. And, and a, this girl was went to Tulane, and she and didn't she, want you to go to Bourbon Street. Exactly. You're She's like, like, "No, we're not going down there." Going to Bourbon Street. I mean, exactly you didn't where say I went that way. Go. That seems excessive on my part. But I'm <laughs> saying, so I, I mean, just the the royal. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's where we want to go. Uh, yeah. So yeah, gonna... <laughs> it, it depends on how many times you've been, who you're going with. But I would say the one world, one world. What's it called? The it's not the World Trade Center anymore. One World Tower is that what they oh, call so it? Oh, so yeah. You I go feel to like Memorial. that's something you need to knock off the list for sure. Yeah, and I wouldn't call it knocking it off the list. I yeah. I, that's I, probably yeah, a little too dismissive not, of that place. Yeah, yeah, You're right. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, now now let's go get a chili dog. Yeah, you're like, okay, we did that. <laughs> no. Thank God we saw the Holocaust Museum. Anybody up for a soda pop? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what you do, man? I was texting with Tom Lang, who uh, yeah. He's in New York, in New York right, right, now. right now, yeah. And uh, I told him, he said he was in Central Park, and I was like, man, every time I'm in Central Park, I feel the need to get over to the Dakota just to kind of soak up that. Where John Lennon was yes. shot. Yeah. Well, that's what and, we do on trips. And, yeah. But it's like, I'll do that for every, like, every, I, I've done it several times. And I go every, every time? time I go, I feel the need to go so you over. you walk over to Central Park and go to Strawberry Fields and yeah, see where the yeah. thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's, but it's a challenge because that park is, uh, walking <laughs> from here to there in that park is, <laughs> yeah, it's ain't a little park. Yeah, you know what, uh, Chris, and I happen to know you, we go way back, uh, and, and he worked uh, on the Jeff Cameron Show eons ago, so I would say to Chris, uh, kind of gear your trip towards the things you and your family like. Like, what I would do there might be very, very different than what you would do. New York City's massive. That's good advice. There's a lot, a lot of stuff to do, to do man. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff to do. So, I mean, I would only generalize for you because I have a feeling my interests would not be your interests. Go to Sparrow, so. one of their local pizza joints. Sparrow, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Authentic New York don't, pizza. Don't pay attention to Corey, please. Uh, Alan- <laughs> Corey's telling you to go to Aqueduct or Belmont. And see if <laughs> yeah, gets, really. Hit see an, if your kids exact can get you some numbers. Uh, Alan writes, okay, guys. With a realignment on everybody's brain, with the Big Ten's recent acquisitions, would it not be smart for them to get FSU, Miami, and Clemson to get ratings in the South? That way they can be national conference rather than a regional conference. Well, I mean, it's kind of what we talked about all last hour. This is going to be the center yeah, of conversation. If you were the Big Ten, you definitely would. Like that, that yeah. would be the that would be even more of a seismic shift to me than LA. UCLA, nobody tunes in for UCLA football. They haven't done anything since Aikman was the quarterback. But LA is a big deal. But right, but you already got LA with USC. Right. But I don't know because you because you've gotten one without the other. No, that, I, yeah. again, but I'm saying like the Florida State, Clemson, Miami triumvirate 
coming into your conference would be bigger than USC and UCLA, in my opinion. You're getting you're getting two premier mm, programs, and you're getting a um, huge market, and you're getting a whole state of Florida. That's a Florida's a big deal. It's as big a deal as L.A., especially when you're talking about UCLA. Uh, I, I just think that it's at least uh, close. You're getting Clemson and Florida State. Well, I mean, you don't have to stop there. Is the point they're they're going to expand, right? You're getting I mean, like eleven gonna, national gonna, championships. They have New York, Los Angeles. You could get Atlanta, Miami. You could do those. Things. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're but if, at it if that the Big way. Ten was smart, that would be the play to make. Not Georgia Tech or North Carolina. If you really want to challenge the SEC for dominance, you would make a run at those three teams. I think. Yeah, you'd have a, a diversified. Imagine uh, Florida State with Big Ten money. Mm, you know, it'd be exciting. Kyle writes, uh, "Hope you guys had a great fourth. Do you think we're headed to a two-league format with just the SEC and Big Ten, twenty to twenty-four teams in each conference, or just a super league with sixty-four teams?" Yeah, I, I think where we're headed suggests that I don't. I'm not even sure. I mean, I, I know they want their brand of, in some capacity, I guess, to say we won, but I don't even know that the the, the moniker SEC or Big Ten is going to matter. If you think about yeah. the college football playoffs, it's not run by the NCAA. So if 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 we're moving right. towards a, a, a Division One football that's not represented now, right? Like, and everybody else is in some other, whatever that would be called. I mean, that, you're either in that or you're not. It doesn't really matter if you're part of the SEC or the Big Ten. You're going to be part of 24 teams that play in this region and 24 that are part of this. It'll be like the NFC and AFC. Yeah, NFC AFC is a good way well, to look at it. Somebody... Leaders and legends. How about that? Call one. <laughs> Be good. Brush that off. Yeah. Dust that off. Uh, the way somebody made a comment to me the other day, or actually it was earlier today, talking to somebody about this. You know, think of all the iterations that have been in professional football leagues trying to be the next NFL. I mean, it's been a dozen probably at this point. And the problem a lot of them have, almost all of them have, is like, how do you build these fan bases? Right. Well, this becomes another professional football league with fan bases that are already enormous on board. fan bases. For years, I thought the NFL should aid in the endeavor if we're if we weren't lying to ourselves and you know trying to hold on to amateurism like the minor leagues for the nfl is college football right i thought to some extent you would yeah. want some funding from the national football league if yeah you, if you efforted to play big time college football like where we're headed this way I, who knows but I, to, but to his question do you think that we'll get to a point where the rest of the teams in the sec the alabamas and georgia's like all right do we really need nc state what are they bringing to us they're not a name. Are we just giving them a place to land well, to be nice? And that is because the, we want that's an, that's more money that's not yeah, coming to us. It's another mouth at the table, so yeah. that does become part of the calculus. Uh, but then, then they start looking at the Purdue's and and you oh know, yeah, the, the Vandy's and everybody else that's been eating at that trough too for a very long time. And and I would say that you know again the television networks are going to dictate terms here what these leagues look like i mean obviously they, that they're trying to present this to sell this long term this yeah. is about you know how do we garner the most amount of interest and the most amount of advertising dollars well you present the best possible product right if it ends up being 60 though you're basically just taking all the power 5 schools and they're going to land somewhere. i don't think it's going to be 60 i don't either i think i think 48, 48 seems like the right number to me that's just me when you do the exercise do this with your friends over a cold beer it is really fun. Mm -hmm. Get into the, the pros and cons and the hows and whys. You would select the 48 teams that you're yeah. selecting. Some of them are obviously no-brainers. Uh, you, you, right off the bat, you know, we, we understand USC is in. We got it. You know, but, but you would do this. It's, it would, it's a lot of fun. Like 44, 45. It gets, it gets like, intriguing. You get to a Louisville and NC State, uh, Stanford. 
yeah, you get to a Louisville, you get to a Virginia Tech, you get to yeah. There's plenty of teams in the Pac-12 that you could argue with. Uh, you know, how, Arizona, Arizona, and Arizona State. Yeah, both. Sure. I mean, would does Arizona do anything for anybody? Nope. And Arizona State really hasn't in a long time. Yeah, they did it one time. It's kind of fascinating though, isn't it? They lost to Ohio State in that Rose Bowl that let. Florida win that national championship that one year. Brad writes, is it more, that was Jake the Snake, wasn't it? Yeah, sure Is it, it was. more important for FSU to have a good 2022 season, A, for the future of Mike Norvell at FSU, or B, for the future of FSU football outside the ACC in this super conference era? Well, I do think you need to start to trend towards the significance, right? Uh, getting back to mattering. The, the sub-500 seasons aren't helping your cause. Now, Florida State has a ton of cachet built yeah. up over the last 40-plus years. Florida State is still a brand that does huge numbers from a TV rating standpoint. That's why they're of interest to any Super League, is that you would want that brand. Um, but the longer you remain stagnant and continue to suck – Say that we project out four to five years. Yeah, you could be making a case against yourself if you can't get it together. Well, I think that's why, again, we've talked about it several times. The reason Florida State has upped the ante in terms of their investment and support staff and facilities and things they're trying to do because they want to make sure everybody understands in college football, hey, we want to be in this. Whatever it is, yeah, whatever the number Florida is, State, we yes. want to be in it. We have the tradition. We're putting the resources into it as well, and we've got everything in place. The other part of that that I think is interesting, the the one scenario that has been talked about from credible reporters who have contacts is for the ACC to survive, the only way possible might be to change the revenue sharing breakdown. And so where the schools that are the power schools that are bringing in the most money, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how that works. Well, it didn't work in the Big 12. It definitely did not. It's not going to work. And I don't know how it would work here for Florida State Mm -mm. because Florida State gets the TV ratings, but they haven't done anything on the field in four years. (laughs) So how do you balance that? And then is it like one year you're good, you get to say, hey, we get more money? And, you know, it's just a yeah. – and, and, and as you said, the Big 12, it failed it miserably. It failed miserably. It doesn't work. It's I don't the think reason that's the Big going, 12, yeah, yeah, at the end of the day, get the hell up out of here. Uh, whatever you got to do. Yeah. yeah the, the, the goal for all of the teams that remain behind right now that matter to care big boy football is what they're invested in. Clemson, Florida State – I guess Miami finally, uh, and whomever else you want to throw in that mix. North Carolina, I think, does. Virginia does. Probably NC State. They got to bond together and find a way to get the hell up out. I don't know. It's 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 so easy to say it, and I know that there are well, legally yeah. binding contracts that prohibit it. But you've got to figure out a way. And even if Notre Dame was to join the ACC, they're not going I, to. They wouldn't. Why would they? They're but even if they to. did, I don't know if that's enough to convince you to stay. I love. I still can't get over that quote. And I had just left the ACC meetings in Millie Island to drive back. When Jack Swarbrick, the Notre Dame athletic director, said to media at the ACC spring meetings that what's happening in college sports right now is all every college is trying to get with those two suns in the solar system. And it's the SEC and the Big Ten. Everybody, all everything that's going on is everybody's trying to figure out can they get with those two suns. Dude, you're in the lobby of the ACC spring meeting. Yeah, they just put <laughs> you up at a Ritz Carlton, buddy. What, yeah. what are you doing? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It really didn't get a ton of play nationally. That yeah. It's unbelievable. But, I mean, but that tells you how Notre Dame feels about the ACC. Were you laughing, though? Were it you was, like that? I just couldn't believe I was just like, this can't be legit. Bravo, sir. I mean, the, the level of Just take your you pants off. You don't yeah. even care. Just take Start your pants off. Start peeing on the ferns. <laughs> yeah. Just do whatever. You yeah, don't put care. Put it on my bill. <laughs> but that was, a, that was a pretty good tell that maybe the ACC wasn't in their future. Look, the ACC has been a marriage of convenience for Notre Dame. For these last few years, gave them a home for their other sports. For Mike Bray. 
<laughs> exactly. We're in the conference there two, two <laughs> man. Come on. We're in the conference two. That's the best. Seminole headlines 93.3. Real Talk Radio. War Chance TV continues in a moment. Ho, 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 horizons. It took, Bar and grill. It took all the strength I had not to interrupt you, turn off your mic, and go home. Do you like how I closed my eyes when I sang? Too? Oh, believe me, that was the best part. I didn't look at it, thankfully. It was unbelievable. He looked like, like Al Jarreau or something. <laughs> like Luther Vandross. Well, he was reference. making sure it was there. I want to apologize to Horizon Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, their delicious food uh, should not be overlooked by Corey's singing. Man, that's a great jingle, from gang. the restaurant itself. Uh, but Horizons Bar and Grill is where, Ira? Bannerman Crossing. you damn right Northeast it is. Tallahassee mm. off Thomasville Road and Bannerman Road. It's, uh, man, it's just it's incredible food, incredible people, incredible beers. It's where we are a lot. We're, hey, before a, the end of the group. week, fellas, uh, any week. Like, you could be listening to this six weeks from yeah. now. Let's let's all get together at Horizons Bar and Grill. We're there a lot. We really are. So if you want to see this in person, this trio <laughs> in person. Never mind the food. You get to see the three of us. But, yeah, the food and the, the drinks, the, the patio, it's all good, man. It's all working. If it's you, all working at And Horizons. if you sing the theme song, they'll give you some free food, I think. I think you get the bill is paid for if you sing the song. But with, you have to sing it like I do. With, and tell them Corey's thing. With a bar tab. Yes, it's amazing. Correct. It's incredible. It's it incredible. Keeps growing. They're yes. so kind. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. So this guy wants to know if we've read the Granite Rights. Yeah. Yeah, it's out there. I have never read it. I, mean, I have assumed that we're not being lied to about the restrictions. I use Ira to read it. It's like my Cliff's notes. Yeah, if I could figure it out, that would be great. I mean, it's just it's a typical contract, but the, the challenge is... It's not long. He, he's noting it's a couple like three pages. pages. Yeah, yeah, pages yeah. Because yeah. a lot of stuff isn't in there, and a lot of it's not really clearly defined. But basically, the what it is is... Like all great contracts. <laughs> well, it depends on <laughs> They're who... They're murky. Yeah. <laughs> like, the way, it, the way it reads is that these schools... Their rights belong to the their TV rights, media rights belong to the conference. Right till that time. So the question becomes: So say FSU were to leave, they yeah, were to they join keep the, the media rights. Yeah, but what does that mean? So that's the question that uh, some people are trying to figure the out. The ACC mean, network is going to air like a Florida State Florida game when they're no, but they just get the revenue. Yeah. Well, that's what we. That's what the big question. I think the understanding most people have was that means all the revenue. From whatever con- conference you go to, that revenue comes back to the ACC, and so you don't get it. Your school, your the your new conference doesn't get to split any of that money. It goes back to the ACC. There's questions about what does that mean? Do you even does the ACC does the ACC and ESPN still have the right to air your games wherever you are? So if you like, if you're in, if you join the SEC. Does do any game you're in, any home game, does that have to go on ESPN? Even if you join the Big Ten, for so to speak, doesn't so it? Nobody really has a. From and I've talked to attorneys who have read it, don't have a clear total picture of what it exactly it means. Doesn't it seem to you? And and I'm just making an assumption here because most things end up being about money. That you're just searching for a, a figure that right. would that they would acquiesce. Yeah, like two hundred like, million. Like it, right now, well, what like, like, like seven hundred million dollars, and we're out of here for every all of it. That's it. We're moving on. Why would you? You don't need them seven hundred million. So right now it's three hundred and something, like you said. Plus they own your media rights. So if you're saying, you know what? Yeah, there's an exit fee plus they own your plus media they own your media rights. So you you would say, look, I don't want to tie this up in the court. We both know we could go to court for years. Five hundred million. Can we ride? Yeah. I mean, I. You well, know, like, I think that like if you have teams that bond together and say, what's the number? Especially if the 
ESPN partners or Fox or whoever it is. Right, the people with the unlimited, yes. Can explain it to these other schools. Like, okay, look, you can hold firm to this contract, this grant of rights contract, and at the end of this time, it's, it's, at some point, these schools are going to leave no matter what. Yeah. Whether it's seven years or eight years. Or you can take you this had, huge sum of money we're had, offering right now. Yeah, yeah, when you had David Hale on, I think right. he made a good point. There's At some point, it becomes, it's just a no-brainer to leave. You wouldn't just keep saying it. So if, at that point, you're not going to have anything left. Or we can cut you a check for this today. Well, and you that, can go can, give that can, to Pitt. Can you negotiate that? Yeah. <laughs> and at that point, it may be worth it to those schools. You know, yeah, if, Pitt's going to be option. like, take the money. Take the money. Pitt's we'll take- coming, buddy. Pitt's, coming, Pitt's, to the, not going anywhere. Pitt's coming to the Big Ten. Scott writes, with major Doke renovations on the horizon, bar and grill. Ah, nicely done. He throws the there bar. There nice. I see you working there. Nicely ho, done. Ho, ho. Does it make sense to lower capacity to the reported 70,000 or, or so still if joining a super conference? You'd have to think the demand will be there with renewed fan interest both from the Knowles and visiting teams. Well, even schools in the SEC and the Big Ten in many cases have – decreased capacity at the stadiums. Alabama, who's been the most successful program in college football over the last 15 years, actually had games in which they didn't sell out. Yeah, Georgia too. You can see in the top corners there. It's hard. It's hard, man. It's 104,000 people. Well, we also know just the home viewing experience has gotten so great. Yeah, Yeah, that's the problem. Look at the NFL, man. They they do great. They They have huge fan bases. Those stadiums are 60,000. That's right. They don't have to be 105. Let me bang my chest and And show you how much we care. And it doesn't. Not only can you, is it hard to fill them, but but you want to make them a better experience. You can charge more per ticket, so you want to add the suites and the chairbacks and it, people. The days that we grew up in, where you go sit on a metal bleacher for four hours, and because the game wasn't on TV or it might not be on TV or you couldn't watch, that just doesn't happen anymore. So they've got yeah. to make it. They've got to reconfigure. It's going to make it smaller, but it's also going to be a much better experience. That's the sell. Yeah, the, the biggest deal about going to live games back in the day is that you were watching a 32-inch television that weighed 950 pounds and was blurry. Yeah. So, you know, going to the game was always going to superior, be superior. Mm, not so much anymore. <laughs> not so much anymore. I mean, you know, uh, Casa de Cameron's got an 85-inch right there in that Florida room with uh, the refrigerator to my right, the bathroom over here, and I don't have to deal with obnoxious a-holes that I've never met before. Quit bragging. I'm just saying. Quit bragging. It's uncouth. No, middle class people can do that, Corey. Oh, middle class right. people can afford that television. They didn't used to be able to, but they can now. And that's my point. Everybody goes eventually and says, screw this. What am I doing? Well, it's 105 I, degrees in Doe yeah. Campbell Stadium early in the season. And I know people who have foregone their season tickets to build that TV room or the media yes, room. Yes, to say, screw it. Yeah. yeah, I mean. And you can watch every other game. Uh, yep. They still don't even have Wi-Fi. Doke hey, let's really not works. sell people on not going to Doke, everyone. I just saying, it. the answer to the you question is yes. It's going to make it smaller, yeah. When it comes to these decisions with coaches, don't overcomplicate things. All eight coaches in Omaha had, had head coaching experience before they got there to their respective schools. As my LSU friend said three years ago, you are FSU. Go get a proven head coach. Imagine if we had done that with Link Jarrett three years ago and where our program would be today. Uh, that's for Sean. I, okay, look, let's not get crazy here. I'm fine that they moved on. Link is a great hire. I'm excited about it. Florida State didn't fall off a cliff under meat. They went to the postseason. They Last year was bad. Also, would you call Link proven three years ago? He, he's he, saying he's he, he'd been a head coach. He'd, he'd been won some games at right. UNC Greensboro. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like you'd won them at Clemson or Notre Dame in this. He's, he's proven now, clearly. Yeah. I don't know that you'd say three years ago also, this guy's it's baseball. An automatic. It's baseball. 
Weird things happen in baseball all the time. Yeah. Teams that have middling seasons somehow get to Omaha. Other teams that have the greatest season ever, con- you know, put- Tennessee. Yeah, bounced at home, chilling at the house. And I think Link, look, man, I think Link would admit. I think he has admitted. He there ended up in a really good situation at Notre Dame. Yes. It turned out they had recruited well. They had a really good makeup of kids. He said that the first year's team that got shut down to COVID. I heard him on a. Uh, uh, Packer and Durham. Yeah. One of their last, oh, one of their last shows. He said, he said that um, that first team that got shut down by COVID might have been the best team they had in the three years. So he, he, yeah, they were like 11 situation. and two when it got knocked out. So it's yeah. no, you know, there's no guarantee because of what he did there that's going to work exactly that quickly as it, as it does here. I'm but, excited for what, what he can accomplish, oh, but yeah. I just don't like this idea that if Florida State had acted sooner by, say, two years, three years, that it was guaranteed Florida State would have been out in Omaha. Uh, had they made that higher, I'm not so sure that's true. Maybe, maybe it yeah. is. I mean, we'll you, see. We'll Ask never us know. In, uh, you know. 2025. Uh, Patrick writes real quick. Andy contributes to the uh, process here. Real summer question: Would you rather be six eight but you're out of shape, or five three in great shape? Mm. Think flyweight fighter. Well, yeah, I I'll thought a lot about this with uh, Kevin Hart. Like mm-hmm. he's he's five one or five yeah, two, tiny, but yeah. he's jacked. And I'm like, still, man, you're 5'1". Yeah, you got no real shot against anybody with any kind of size. Well, I'm not even talking about fighting. It's like, I don't know. I just think... 5'1's hey, tough. That That's five short two, for a girl. 6'8 yeah. is tough, too. 6'8, yeah. 6'3 or 6'4 is a little more appealing than 6'8. If eight. the question was 6'3, because 6'8, you're kind of a freak, too. Yeah, I'm not in love with the idea of being 6'8. But 5'1. <laughs> and how out of shape are we? Also, I can, like dad bod I can get in shape, and then I'm 6'8 yeah. and in shape. I still, you don't want to be 6'8 as an old guy. I feel like old, tall guys, that's a tough life. Well, uh, tall, really tall guys don't make it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I think yeah. of Patrick. All our six eight listeners, enjoy the show while you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah because you, you ain't got much time left. You're in real trouble. I mean, it, it's something, you, you know, obviously you're a freak. You're not going to make it. <laughs> no, nah, I just, you're because I'm, make it. I'm five eight, and y'all call me short all the time. I can't oh, imagine. No, we, <laughs> we do not. That's all you do. You, you text me, wake up, shorty. I got a question for you. <laughs> time to get out of bed, midget. We're doing a show. I'd yeah. love, love to see your response if yeah. I did that. So, uh, I'm doing that tomorrow. So, like, I, I feel like I'm on the short end of the stick. I Five inches shorter than I am now would be, that'd be tough, man. I don't care what kind of shape I'm in. You're still five three. You're still walk. You're still walk. It's a tough life. Man. Hey, but we love you five three and six eight. Yeah, whatever listeners. it is. Yeah, we're we're rooting for you. If you're six eight, we're rooting for you big time. Because yeah, got, five three, you got a, probably a long. You're life probably going to live a long, long yeah. time. Six yeah. eight. I don't, I don't know. It's like Kevin Hart versus uh, I don't know Dennis Rodman. Mike writes, the team's jumping into the SEC and the Big Ten. Doesn't it seem like it will lead to the teams in these conferences annually going 10-2, 9-3, 8-4, and how much money is enough money to run a successful program? Oh, yeah, there's going to be people on the wrong end of some ass-kickings here who aren't up to snuff, which is why you better get it together. You don't want to be half-stepping when you get the invite. you got to get you know be ready to get also, it on. Also, but it's going to be like the NFL where it'll be expanded. It, but, but also, the playoff will be expanded. Ain't nobody have an undefeated season in the NFL. That's not even expected anymore. It's going to be the same with this. Like, if you're... If you're out of conference games or like Ohio State, Michigan, and Right, Rutgers, you could lose three games in a season, sure. You, you could lose four Easily. and still make the playoffs. Right. You probably well, we will, expand, just like the NFL yeah. teams And if do. they're taking 16 or 20 yeah, teams yeah. or whatever when it is. When you expand the playoff, those losses don't hurt I mean, there are teams much. that go 9-7 and seven and get and get in the playoffs in the NFL, or 10-7 eight, eight. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so, yeah. That, that, you, I don't even think that. You just gotta, you're going to have to win your division, however that's constructed. But nobody's going to have undefeated seasons anymore. You're so gonna do, go the, through. do the Bulls not have any power at all anymore? Because for so long, 
for so long. Remember the original BCS? Like, yeah. oh, the Rose Bowl's not going to Oh, the Rose Bowl's in trouble. By the way, what happens to the Rose Bowl? Uh, Good question. You could play some. Well, do USC does USC play Ohio State just in Chicago, and they call it the Rose Bowl? Well, like, no. I I mean I don't know if you have. Yeah, no, you're screwed. I I don't know what happens there. Thank they God were, they because were, screw the Rose Bowl too. <laughs> Although I love the Rose Bowl, they held college football hostage. Yeah. For Agreed, decades. they were ridiculous. Yes, also, but, also prettier than Lexington. It oh, is, yeah. Pasadena? Yeah. You think? Yeah, the smog, though. The smog right on the horizon. Uh, I just, Lexington yeah. is kind of like the ground zero for I don't understand beautiful. your problem with that. Kentucky's a <laughs> pretty is, state, It is guys. pretty. It was just such it a weird... Yeah, it it was just weird how you kind of ponied up alongside well, they got Lexington the mountains. there. They got the yeah. mountains. It is yeah, the Appalachians, yes. right. Lo- yeah. Lovely people. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of them. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. You can always tell as we move closer and closer to football season. Thanks for watching the show on War Chant TV and listening on 93.3 Real Talk Radio. Up over 400 right now. Folks are locked in. They want to know, yeah. where's FSU headed? Yeah, we and we get the expansion talks helps too. Expansion talk, but then you know, I mean, also Florida State with a huge recruit. We did talk about Falk earlier in the show. Somebody asked that in the chat, but we did, and that's a great get. Four star defensive end. I always get excited. Number fifty three in the country, I think. Well, and I always get excited when you're beating out programs like Clemson and yeah. programs like Florida, and so yeah, and, that, and a home state team like Auburn too. One of them. So that's huge, yeah. uh, and in that position because you know, again, it's one thing to go get. Maybe a four-star receiver, a four-star DB. There's just a bunch of those. But to go get guys on the line of scrimmage, and they did last week too. They got um, the offensive lineman, yep. Rod Kearney from Jacksonville last week, four-star offensive lineman. Now you get a four-star defensive end. Um, I mean, it's a uh, it's, it's good, good too because them. this recruiting class hasn't exactly been had been great fireworks, a lot of fireworks. So yeah, part of the problem you have too is that there's only so much. We'll say this until we're blue in the face. There's only going to be so much you can do in the world of recruiting unless you start winning games or paying right. a lot of money. Well, there's yeah, but you got to win some damn games. At yeah. some point, Agreed. you're just not even going to be considered by certain guys right now until you prove it on the field. And they have a chance this year if they better the product and obviously get to say eight, nine wins, something like that. You could see it change direction. But until that time, you're just not going to be in consideration. And it frustrates people for a variety of reasons. A, that's just not Florida State's history. I mean, obviously, you go back a long ways to where this was a destination school for the best players in the country. But then secondly, you know, Miami right now has the new car smell with the new head coach, and they're, they're making inroads in recruiting. They've jumped up from 30th to top 15, depending on where you're looking, right, because they keep getting some big names, including a five-star offensive lineman. Just, so, but that happens – if you can hit the ground running. And I think that's where Mike kind of got screwed. He, he couldn't hit the ground running, and then COVID happened, that whole situation. So right now, until Florida State wins some games, I just don't think you're going to get a lot of splash recruits, but that's one of them. But these are, Yeah, these last yeah. two are big. And their feeling is, I think the staff's feeling is, once they do start winning some games this season, they're confident that this season's going to go well, that they're, they're in position with some other big-time guys that they'll be able to get if that happens. So root for uh, – Root for a good season. season. Yeah. yeah. Season. Everyone, everyone watching this. Um, howdy, fellas. How were those 4th of July celebratory registered sausagelings? Ours tasted mighty fine, like always. FSU football question. What should be FSU's permanent baseline of expectations? I don't think we can ever expect to be back to the dynastic run of 10-plus per year. That was a perfect storm and an anomaly in an era of less competition and less money. We have some advantages, sure, but in my opinion, 
We'll have to moneyball our way into a true Georgia, Texas A&M, Bama Waters. Assuming a 12-game regular season, are we at baseline nine regular season win team? Ten, eight, more, less? I'm thinking nine with special teams vying for playoffs. That's the question from our friend Nathaniel Hornblower. It seems probably around right. Nine, seven, yeah. seems right I was going to say, I wasn't going to do it. That's where most, team, I mean, most yeah. teams don't have a dynasty run. Florida yeah. State was very fortunate. I think Florida State and Florida, yeah. Miami, they're kind of all in that same boat as far as, you you know, you want to be you want to go to a bowl, that's a baseline. I was going to say more like top 20, top 15-ish program. Yeah. I think that's a better gauge than just wins because that, that can change, obviously, from year to year. But you should always go into every season being a top 20 program. And some, se- some seasons you're top five. But you're not going to be top five 14 years in a row. That's never happening again. But, you know, I think that's what you want to be. The baseline is a top 20 program, and sometimes well, you're better than that. And the other reality is, it goes back to the comment we were talking about earlier, is the way you view a season is going to have to change if this is more like the NFL. Where, yeah. you know, you could be 9-3 and three and get into the playoff and get hot, make that run, and now you are playing for the national title. That happens in the NFL. That has never even been on our – mind in college football. But I think more people can wrap their mind around that than ever before. I think you can already see the shift in expectations. At this point, hell, everybody would be elated with an eight-win season. We're already right. in that in the midst of that, and they're not operating at peak efficiency currently. But I would I would say this, like if you expand the playoffs, you'll you'll readily, happily take an eight and four, nine and three type campaign if that consists of games each week that you want to attend. Yeah. If you're going to see Florida State take on Tennessee in Knoxville and then come home the following week and play Auburn at Doak, and then the following week you go to beautiful Lexington, Kentucky, as Corey would have country. you. Yeah. And and then the week after that, maybe you go to Nashville to take on Vanderbilt mm. and then you're, you know, at Ole Miss and then you come home and play Florida at the end of the year. You know, like if you go four and two in that stretch, and you'll be perfectly if content that's, with but it. But seriously, yeah. if that's your season, if it, any given season you're talking with whomever it is that loves Florida State football, for me, guys, sorry, it'd be my dad. So mm. if I'm talking to my yeah. dad about buying season tickets, and he's like, well, I mean, or renewing his season tickets for the I 40th, talked to my dad in a dream the other night. Oh, that's cool. Go? Uh, I told him how Florida State football had been doing the last oh, five he years. Pissed. He 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 bounced pretty quick. He left the dream. Yeah, he did. He did. There you go, Florida State. Get it together. Corey can't even talk I to his dad. I can't even talk to my dad dreams about dreams anymore. Because you guys are so it's bad. too bad. You didn't tell him about Brady losing the ticket, did you? Oh, no. I didn't okay. want him. I want him to visit me again at some point. When he does, he needs to tell Brady to take those glasses off. The what? The, the glasses. Oh, the sunglasses. They're he ridiculous. loves them. He loves them. They're that was ridiculous. one of his birthday gifts. It's, the hurt, big, it's hurtful ones. to see yeah. it every time I, I know, see man. It. I know. Uh, that, that said, that said, yeah, but talking to him about, like, listen, we play Tennessee, Florida, Miami, Clemson, because they came with us. Right. right. <laughs> we've we've got Georgia and Auburn and LSU this year, Dad. That's a hell of a year. You yeah. Have a good time every Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, no. All every all of our thoughts would change. We just can't you can't the the old metrics that we considered a good college football season or a good college college Long football program gone. will be gone. Uh fellas, has our time in the ACC put FSU past the point of no return and revenue disparity? Are we destined for Wisconsin or Ole Miss status joining the SEC or Big Ten? Well, Wisconsin status is pretty good, and no, it hasn't. It I hasn't. think I think if you put Florida State even now, if you put them back on the same track, like now they're off running in the woods somewhere. But if they got on the same track as Georgia, Alabama, and Ohio State, um, with all the same resources, 
it would take them no time at all to catch up. Well, your built-in advantages that yes. you've always had regionally no, are still here. Again, yeah, they're still here. Yeah. They're still here. I don't think it takes a. I don't. I don't think it would take much time at all. At all. I don't there, even know why it would take any time. Well, the one reason it could be is if you are if you're having to make a deal where you're giving some of your money away in those first few years or whatever to make up the money to the old ACC. Oh, right. Then yeah. you might be. You may not have. Quite as much cash sure. is the other schools in the conference, but you'd still be in a much better situation than you're at now. Jared writes, if you could design the two mega conferences, what five teams would you want with FSU and what five would you move to the other conference and never play again? Hmm. I'd want Georgia, Clemson. That you play every year? Yeah. Miami. Miami. Florida. Florida and like, I don't know. Lexington, Kentucky, Clemson, LSU, Clemson LSU, oh. maybe. Let's take it to Baton Rouge, baby. Mm. Food's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think there are a lot of schools. To your point about the SEC, like I like Knoxville, so going to Tennessee wouldn't suck. Yeah. They're passionate I fans. Need, I don't need any of that in my That's life. Still, still Lexington. Yeah, it's not even close. <laughs> it's not his his safe haven of Lexington, yeah. Kentucky. <laughs> How many times have you been to Lexington? He drove through I've never it once. been. I drove past it. Yeah. I drove past it. It was, was just pretty on the way there, man. It was a pretty countryside. Man. And I know they love horses. The grass here is beautiful. It is. It's bright green. We should play football here every year. Yeah, they they got a good fan base. They fill up that football stadium, even though they're Kentucky South football. Carolina's got a great fan base, too. Don't want to go need there. any part of Don't them. They can go, go to there. the other side. They, we can get rid of them. Yes, yeah. I, I agree. Um yeah, who do we kick out? Like who I don't even Who do you State? just not want to see anymore? I don't ever need to see NC State again. And go to the, no more piss bombs to dodge yeah. when you go to in their the, games yeah, during the, the fair that, weekend. Yeah, that just yeah, that's one for sure. Boston College, Syracuse, does that matter? Like, well, I, they're not coming with us. The yeah, BC what, and Syracuse aren't in the. That's a hard question to answer because yeah. I don't know who's actually in the Super Conference. But I would say <laughs> you don't ever need to see Purdue. You know how they are um, Indiana when coaches get hired, they get tickets as part of their contract. Link Jarrett just got part of his contract was he gets tickets to sporting events, like tickets four tickets to FSU football games or whatever. They link, should. Link, when you see that text come through, partner, <laughs> No, let's go. <laughs> My point is they should offer those up to the uh, the schools that get left behind. Like, hey, we'll, we're going we're gonna to leave some tickets that we'll call for you. Do you, you want to see that Florida State-Tennessee game? Yeah. Here's four <laughs> tickets. BC, yeah, nice. here, you uh, can come watch us play. Garvin rightfully targets Corey. Uh-oh. Welcome back, Corey. Hope you didn't spend your entire vacation in a depression spiral after your new favorite hockey team lost in six. That's a tough Way one. to go, buddy. That was a tough one. Yeah. We were actually at Harry Carey's restaurant watching the third period on Brady's phone. Did you go back to yeah. the back of Harry Carey's restaurant around the corner where a lot of times they don't have people seated? Because I'll tell you what, you should have if you didn't. There are pictures of him as a young reporter talking to freaking Babe Ruth. Oh, wow. no. I didn't see that. How wow. cool is that? I was too busy watching my lightning. Yeah. And that was a tough one. That was I cursed your name lost. when we lost. I was hey, like, man, that's I'm, on Corey 100%, and his family. 100%. I don't feel like that's true. His girlfriend, his I, son. I shouldn't have watched. It's that him. was the problem. I shouldn't have watched. But that's cool. It's for anybody out there, if you go to Harry Carey's Bar, I've been in that place a bunch, go, like, there's a whole The long, bar or the restaurant? He's got, like, three of them. Right. Well, Is it the nice steakhouse? Yes, yeah, the nice one. Okay. All right. the, the first one. Yeah. If you go down that hall, you'll see pictures of his career, right? Right. And it's just a brick uh, wall. But if you go around that corner, oftentimes, unless they're sold out on a given night, they don't seat anybody back in that back corner. I did it on a – I just was – I got lost one time. I was just sitting there looking at pictures. I was in awe. And there's a picture of him as like a junior reporter, like 16, 17 years old, 
holding a microphone talking to Babe Ruth. The it's, Babe Ruth. It's insane. Corey and uh, Corey and Tim tell me I've been to that establishment, but I don't. You remember don't remember? He, has. he didn't remember it at all. Got a little loose, did you? I don't know. Went hard in the paint was. when you were up yeah. in Chicago. We were there, man. We were there. Old. I remember being there before, and Tim Tim. Uh, it's a good me time. Up on it. Good time. Some of the headlines. Come back. Wrap it up. More headliner questions momentarily. Hang tight. Hey, headliners and elite headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. About uh, eight minutes here. Let's get as many questions as we can. By the way, I've been lobbing back and forth between I believe you. Smart. Smart. Doing everything I can to get as many as I can. Uh, Kevin wants to know our our thoughts on Joey Chestnut. Will anybody ever dethrone him? I don't care. I've uh, watched it one time. That'll be the last time I watch it, and that was many moons ago. I think he's won 15 years in a row. I don't really care. You know what I hate is they have professional eaters. They have um, contests in every type of uh, food. They have crystals. They have onion rings. Show me that. I'm tired of seeing that gross ass hot dog. wet hot dog bun all over the it's, entrails it's everywhere. Yeah, it's awful. I'd rather see how many onion rings. You, you know, you don't have to watch it though, Corey. Well, no, I don't watch <laughs> it. But I'm saying, give me something else. I might get into it if it was like crystal oh, look at him crushing those onion rings. This is awesome. Or uh, jalapenos. Anything else besides just yeah. gross wet hot? Uh, dog. Surprisingly, I've also heard it's like a miserable experience for the people that do it. Like it's not like fun. Like I like yeah, yeah yeah no uh, the eating awful. part of it. Yeah, like afterwards. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, man, it's, your body's just yeah. wanting to Ugh. revulse it out of you. Was it a mistake, writes Tom, not to upgrade certain position coaches, particularly at linebacker and wide receiver? More importantly, how realistic of an option was it to upgrade those staff positions given the state of the program? You might have answered your first question. I think he just answered the pro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he did. I first of all, there was an effort on some of those positions. They. Couldn't. Uh, one of those guys, allegedly, wide receiver coach at Penn State, rightfully chose the uh, sturdier ground mm. uh, to walk on. Uh, yeah. You know, you, you, that head coach at Penn State, Coach Franklin, just got a huge extension. It's a, it's a, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a little the, bit easier. It's, honestly, it's the same. One of the issues Mike Martin Jr. would have had if he'd stayed and he wanted to make a change on his staff is who wants to come take a job when they think, you know, you yeah, might be, it might be a year. So, yeah. so that was part of it. 
he had a follow-up, and I normally don't do this, but Tom's been real good to us over the years, and it is an interesting thought. In 93, would you have ever imagined that Rutgers, Northwestern, Vanderbilt, and Kentucky would someday be making two to three times more TV revenue than Florida State? But that's why I've always felt like it had to change. Like, I just felt like there's no way that, that, can, that that's going to just exist forever. Yeah, that, that, that hurts. Yeah, I don't, think yeah. It, I don't think it'll be the case in a few years. Uh, let's see. Burke writes, what's more likely FSU with a 1000 yard receiver or a, or two 1000 yard rushers? A thousand yard receiver. Yeah, I would say. Oh, I don't know. Jordan, does Jordan count? Yeah, I was going to say. He's not running for a thousand yards. How many did he have last year? Uh, like five something. I think like six The problem is it does, it does take away from the ability for you to have two 1,000-yard rushers because Jordan is going to rush for yeah. 500 yards. Yeah, at so least, yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's kind of hard because I do think they have two guys that could amass 1,000 yards in that backfield. It would be nice to have a 1,000-yard receiver. It's been a minute. It has Ooh. been a minute. Who is that? I guess Tomorrow Tamari and Terry, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, that he, yeah that's right. Whole it was right after that season that Corey proclaimed him to be the next Jerry Rice. Hey, Man. we don't get him all right. Um, <laughs> that was close. I didn't ever say it was Jerry Rice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an interesting comparison. Oh, fellas, has our time in the ACC put FSU past? Oh, already asked, asked that question. Good grief. Um, Get it together hey, over there. I'm lobbying back and forth, speed asking. Okay. I'm speed asking. We like I'm it. trying we like, to we get everybody it. in here. Um, all right. Well, most of these are – some of these are repetitive, guys. Uh, so, okay, here you go. I'm going to take seven or eight of these questions and, and put them into one because it is a sentiment that we've all seen on Twitter, okay. Facebook, and the like, and this feeling – that this paranoid fan base has had forever, that they're going to get left in the lurch. Now, I know, Ira, you and I were asked about it. Uh, the guy didn't want to accept the logical answers, so he just continued to tweet because that's what dumbasses do on Twitter. But the, the whole thing is uh, this idea that uh, Florida State will get left in the lurch. And I think there's zero chance that Florida State gets left in the lurch. Uh, because, again, I think where this, is in he- where this is headed inevitably is two super conferences, 48 to 60 teams, there's no super alignment or whatever you would want to call it in the world that would not have Florida State in it if there are 48 teams or 60 teams. Yeah, correct. Like who are who's out there now that you would be taking over Florida State? I mean, a, a, again, who? I wonder how many of Oregon these teams and Washington, are, maybe Oregon because of Nike money. Well, but, Phil's getting in. But, but I guess uh, my point is, what wouldn't Washington fans be like? Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, Seattle's a big uh, city, but you, uh, they haven't they have they haven't been relevant in a while. If you're worried, they about, at least Florida made State the college football about, playoff at one point. But Florida State fans are worried about relevance and that they haven't been good in five years. Man, you've got to think bigger than that. Yes, like you the do. people that are making these decisions. That. Well, are looking at the whole of the last 40 years, or they should but if they're, they're smart. But there's also the res- residual mindset from the old landscape, that which is, was that's exactly what's which was the two reasons you expanded was for recruiting and for TV dollars. And so since the SEC already has the state of Florida, they don't need to come in. And if Big Ten got Miami, maybe they wouldn't need to come into Florida because they'd have the recruiting and the TV. I don't think that's true because I, th- I think the numbers are going to work out to a place where everybody's numbers are going higher than in terms of numbers of schools. Right. Like the Big Ten's not going to stop right where they're at. They're going right. to keep adding schools, so the SEC's going to have to keep and adding let's schools. Not, if we, it was 32, yeah, FSU would be in deep trouble unless they could kick some of those other schools out. But it, I also think we, we call it the Big Ten and the SEC as if they're making the decisions. It's Fox and it's well, ESPN. With, yeah. ESPN wants Florida State. 
Like whether Florida right. does or not, or Georgia, or well, remember the Kentucky. SEC already already turned their back on the other SEC institutions by having Texas come in yeah, after we having Texas A&M. We already seen them had, do this. They had to do the whole thing behind yeah. Texas A&M's back. Yeah, they screwed them. Yeah. Yes, and so, you don't think they would screw South Carolina? Sorry, ass for Clemson. Yes, they would. Of course they would. And uh, so I think mm-hmm. it's it's not just you have to be appealing to the Greg Sankey or Kevin Warren. It's Fox and ESPN, man. That's who's yeah, paying the bills. Television and that's dollars, and we get back into this again. I'm not even real sure the conference affiliation is a thing in 15 years. It's it's just about the two divisions, the two leagues. Television. I, I'm trying to think of the scenarios of us doing seminal headlines where FSU's in the SEC. Like that would be a lot of fun. Like now we're talking. To, we're oh, not. Man. We're not making fun of David Cutcliffe. We're making fun of. Oh like, man. The, the well, there's a Lane number Kiffin. of wonderful candidates. Yes. yes. The other scenario is like where the ACC becomes like the AAC and the Florida State's in it, and we're still doing seminal headlines. Man, Tulane's coming up, guys. Yeah, and that's yeah. we'll harking <laughs> back to the '91 game. What would be what would be difficult is that somewhere along the way, in the middle of a show, you'd hear one of the three of us, if not multiple times, sniffling a little bit, just groan, be a groaning. Bit, a little it little might bit. be like a, 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 a suppressed cry. I think it'd be. <laughs> I think it'd be more anger, like kicking equipment. Like I think it would just hit us, like. Look, man, Tulane's got a guy who ran for 850 yards last year. He's going <laughs> to be tough to stop. And you just hear a mic like, slam against the ground. Mother! And, and I the just, door would just, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. I'm yeah, done. Uh, yeah. Well, we've said that before, but yeah. That, that, that's a toughie. Guys, I, the Norvell Bowl with Memphis has been, <laughs> it's been a staple of this conference. We, yeah. We've loved it ever since we first had the first one in 2023. You know, we never answered that one guy's question. Is it more important that Florida State have a great season so that they can get their ass into one of these great conferences sooner rather than later, or for Norvell? Norvell. It's Norvell. Is I think, they're, I think they're, they're appealing no matter what. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. But Norvell, on the other hand, An eight wins could be in a little bit of trouble. tilt the Big Ten to be like, you know what? Florida State is a football Hey, guys, school. have you guys thought about FSU? <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty good this year. They're not terrible. You know, something to think about. All right, good work out of you, Ira. Good work, Corey. Thanks to all of you for watching and listening. Be well. We'll be with you all week long. Jeff Cameron Show back tomorrow. Take care, everybody. Good job, Matthew.